I know I need to exercise. I know it's really good for me. I just can't seem to do it. I can't get motivated. I can't get started. The doctor said I need to lose weight, and I know they're right, but I just, I don't know. I know everything. I know how to do it. It's not that hard. I've done it before. But why can't I do it? I don't understand. Why can't I do it? Do I want to or do I not? We're walking and talking. We're walking and talking. We're walking and talking. We're walking and talking with Helen Ryan. If you're walking with me today, just pick up a moderate pace, not too fast, not too slow. Give yourself a nice warm up. If you're walking indoors with me, you can just start by marching in place. And if you're not walking at all, that's just fine. Just hang out with me a little bit. But everybody take a nice deep breath in through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Just make sure you breathe enough during the day because a lot of times when we get tense or stressed, we tend not to take deep breaths in and we tend not to fill up our lungs all the way. So you want to concentrate on doing that throughout the day, whether you're walking or not. So one of the big questions we ask ourselves is, do we really want to do this? Now we think we want to do whatever it is that our goal is, but do we really want to? Because truthfully, if we really wanted to, wouldn't we have already done it? Have you asked yourself that question, why? Why can't I do this? I have many times. And I found out that I actually didn't really want to do it because I was afraid of what was on the other side of that result, on the other side of that goal. Pick up a little bit faster pace now. So whether your goal is to exercise, your goal is to lose weight, or even if your goal is to change jobs, write a book, record a song, go back to school. It doesn't matter what it is. Whatever your goal is, whatever you think you really, really want, you may not actually really, really want it. And I know you you think you do, and I think I do, but I'm working on a course right now. And I've been working on this course since last fall. So it's been quite a few months and I've been doing everything else, but actually working on the course. Like, why don't I want to actually launch this course? Because I do want to launch this course. But if I'd really wanted to launch this course, it would have been launched already. So I had to have a talk with myself and find out why. What is motivating me to actually not pull the trigger on it when almost everything is ready? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Why we don't actually do what we think we want to do. Go a little bit faster. Remember, if you're indoors, just whenever we start to work harder, bring your arms up above your heart. Bring those knees up. If you're outside... Just go nice and fast and strong. Shoulders are down and relaxed. After we get warmed up, we're going to go one minute on and one minute off and then just do some longer intervals. Going to fill up those lungs again. So why do you think that you don't really start or you don't really finish whatever it is that your goal would be? It's a little bit of a tricky question, right? Because you know how to do it. You know how to get there. And you've made efforts to do similar things probably in the past. But why can't you do this one thing that's so important to you? A lot of times it's just because it's the unknown. It's change. We don't know what's on the other side of that. Is it something good? Is it something bad? Nobody likes change per se. 
I like change, but I don't like change. I love to travel. I love the change, but I also don't like the change because it's tiring. The currency, the language, the transportation system, everything is different. The grocery shopping. Do you know how many times that I've bought sour cream <laughs> in different countries instead of yogurt because I couldn't understand what the label said and then I get home and it's sour cream? Not quite the same as yogurt. And all by love traveling, those kind of things are exhausting. So what is it that when you're trying to reach your goal, what is it that's keeping you from actually making that change? So pick up your pace now, nice and steady and strong. Deep breath in through the nose and really feel how strong those legs are. So let's start with losing weight. Yes, it's hard and you have to cut out certain things and, you know, you can still eat some of the things that you like, but you have to make a few sacrifices in order to really lose weight. You have to expend more than you take in. That's the only way to lose weight. It's calories in versus calories out. And you know that and you know how to do it. You know that you probably shouldn't have four slices of pizza. Maybe you should have um, one slice of pizza and then maybe some vegetables on the side. But then it comes around to the evening and you're tired and you're thinking about the whole week and you did really good. You ate really healthy and you exercised and then you just decide you're going to eat the entire bag of black licorice. Now, you don't actually set out to eat the entire bag of black licorice and you might not even like black licorice. I love black licorice, but the real kind, like the panda or the ones from, you know, Australia or Scandinavia, so delicious. But then you just start and you feel the sense of relief and you feel the sense of protection. You feel the sense of safety. And what really is that about? You're going to pick up a little bit of pace now. You're just going to go for a minute, steady and strong, faster than what's comfortable. What it's about is that you're not really sure what this change is going to mean to you. How will this change affect your life? What's going to happen? What will be different? What will be the same? Is it going to be harder? Is it going to be easier? We all think it's going to be easier, but actually it might not be easier. If you have a lot of weight to lose, one thing you're going to battle with is loose skin. Do you think maybe sometimes that's holding you back in the back of your mind? You know, what is my skin going to look like? How is my body going to look after that? If you have a lot of weight to lose, it's never going to be super tight. So do you think maybe you're sabotaging yourself just because you don't want to face that? And even though the benefits far outweigh the drawback of looser skin, do you think maybe in the back of your mind that's holding you back? Okay, five more seconds. And slow it down now just a little bit. Another thing that's a big issue with weight loss, especially when you lose a lot of weight, is that the way the opposite sex treats you is completely different. One of the things I actually liked about being overweight, and yes, I actually liked it, was that I was invisible to men. They didn't notice me or when they talked to me, it was just like I was like somebody and I preferred that. I wanted them to treat me like I was a buddy and not a female because I was married and I wasn't interested. And I really felt safe. When you're the heavy girl, you can be funny. You can be a little bit outrageous. And nobody thinks you're flirting with them, even though maybe you secretly are. But it's so much safer because you have fewer choices. And you just feel safer overall. And I know that's like kind of a shitty way that life is and that you feel safer if you're overweight. But it's true. There is some safety in that for you. Okay, one more time. We're going to pick up pace for one minute. 
I want you to go harder now. When I lost weight, I started to get a lot more attention from guys, and that was not my goal. I was still married. I wasn't interested in that. I was the same person inside, obviously, and it changed in some ways, stronger inside and out. But I wanted them to treat me the same way, and they didn't. Things started to change, and they treated me differently. And I became more of a sex object, and that's not what I was interested in. I preferred to be invisible. Invisibility was safe. And I could be more myself. I could, Like I said, I could be funny. I could say things. And I didn't ever have to worry about someone you know, coming on to me. And that was a big shock when I did lose weight and I was in really good shape. Is the way that people treated me, the way guy friends treated me. It was a whole different animal and I was not comfortable or happy about that. So maybe that's part of your protective mechanism. Maybe that's part of what keeps you from losing weight or keeps you from going to the gym. Because yeah, maybe part of you wants to be more quote unquote attractive. But are you ready to deal with the consequences that that might bring? Okay, now we're going to pick up a two-minute speed increase. Get ready and go pick up that pace. Shoulders down, deep breath in. There are a lot of negativities also with reaching your goal or like with my case, losing weight. And I remember I used to think to myself, you know, if you didn't like me when I was fat, you're not entitled to like me now. And then I ended up years later dating one of my friends who I've known for many, many years. And I brought this up in a previous podcast, he said, if you got fat again, I would leave you. And I thought he was joking. But I realized that he actually wasn't joking. And that I I knew him from only when I was thinner and fitter. But if I'd known him before, he would not have been interested in even being my friend, most likely. And that made me really sad. Because that was so shallow. And I made a big mistake of not sticking with my motto. You're not entitled to like me if you didn't like me then. Because I'm the same person. I'm a good person, and just because the packaging is different and the inside might be a little stronger, I'm still the same person. A little bit faster. We got one more minute. I want you to push it. Keep your hands relaxed. Keep those shoulders down. And also relax your feet. Sometimes we tend to like scrunch our feet and they get a little tight. So just kind of relax them when you walk. If you're doing this inside your house, now it's time to bring your hands over your head. You can bring your knees up. I want you to push it now for 30 more seconds. You got this. Push it now hard. Strong. Steady. Stay with me. Feel indignant about the situation I just told you about. You got 15 seconds. Just push that out with indignancy and anger. Is indignancy a word? I don't know. Five more seconds. Okay, we're almost there. And now you're going to slow it down a little bit. So what else could be holding you back? We don't know what's going to happen on the other end, right? If you're married, how is your marriage going to fare? We think it'd be awesome if you had a fitter and thinner spouse. But would that really be awesome? And is that going to be more awesome for your spouse or your boyfriend, girlfriend. I do know a couple who actually lost weight together before their wedding. I think I'm going to try to get them on the podcast one day. They're so amazing. And they did this together. And so that was a team effort. And so for their wedding, they had reached their goal. And it was, that was pretty amazing. But if one person, the relationship changes and the other person doesn't, 
it's not always for the best. And so you've got to think about that. Maybe you're not processing that in your mind, but maybe it's in the back and it's telling you something. It's telling you, what if, what if, what if, what if this happens? What if they get jealous? What if they don't like it? Pick up a little bit of pace now. We're going to go for another two minutes. I want you to go strong and fast. Not a sprint yet. We're going to sprint in a little bit. The same thing applies to exercise. Because really, you're going to work out hard. You're going to get a six-pack. You're going to get buff. And then what's going to happen? Do you still have to keep up that level of intensity and exercise to keep the results that you got? Are you willing to do that? It's a lot of work and it's fine to get there, but can you maintain it? Maybe that's also weighing on the back of your mind. It's really more fear of success than anything because success has upsides and success has downsides and all successes have that. And so maybe you just are thinking about that like, okay, so maybe I'll look really great in a bikini, but am I still willing to go to the gym X amount of days a week and I'm still willing to not eat this and not eat that? That's why you got to find the balance for you. I've never been after a six-pack, nor can I have a six-pack because of the extra skin. But I wasn't willing to work that hard, and I wasn't willing to keep that level of effort up for years and years and years, because I just want balance, and I want to be healthy, and I just want to have a, a decent life that I enjoy. Okay, we've got 40 seconds left. Still pushing it now. Deep breath in. Don't be shy about the breathing. Breathe deep and slow, 30 seconds. It's okay to breathe faster if you need to breathe faster, but sometimes we tend to breathe a little bit faster when we really don't need to. So when you fill up your lungs really deeply, you get enough oxygen so you don't have to breathe as fast. Got 15 more seconds left. I used to say when I was spinning, I was that my lungs were gigantic inside my chest. And hold on to your pace, five more seconds, now push it strong. See, we're doing it a little bit different today. Did you notice? And slow it down. You're just going to take it moderate pace, but so you don't feel like you're really pushing it. You're going to feel how your body feels now when it's moving. Feel how good it feels. Kind of relax your hands, relax your shoulders. Release any tension you have stored up in your body. We carry a lot of tension in different places that we don't even realize. I think that's what causes like resting bitch face, don't you? Because we keep like this tension in our face. So you want to try to release that, shake that all out. So if you want to get a raise at work and you're thinking, oh, that would be great. I can make extra money. But then maybe that job includes a promotion, which is great. But not if you're suddenly managing people because maybe that's not what you want to do. I remember years ago, I read an article about a journalist who kept saying no to these promotions. They wanted to promote him to an editor position. He didn't want it because he didn't want to be responsible for other people. He didn't want to do paperwork. All he wanted to do was write. And so he kept turning the promotions down and nobody could understand because he wasn't in it for the money. He wasn't in it for the prestige. He just wanted to write and he wanted to keep his job and he didn't want to babysit people. And so maybe you haven't really put yourself out there for that promotion or that new position or the new job somewhere because you just don't want to change what you're doing. And that's okay because if you like what you're doing, you should stay with it. I have a really, really amazing niece who works at one of the big amusement parks. And she's been there for a really long time and she loves her job. 
She tells me, I can't imagine not working there. And I really look forward to going to work. And other people asking her, well, you know, do you think you should maybe get a different job? You know, you're 30 some years old now. And she's like, but I really like to go to work every day and I'm really happy. Why should she go get a corporate job where she's not going to be happy for a little bit more money when she actually looks forward to getting up to go to work every day? And how many of us do that? So maybe that's why you haven't tried to get a different job or a different position. Okay, we're going to start again. Another set of intervals. This time we're going to go for three minutes. You think you got it? Think we can do it? I think we can. Push up, pick up that speed. Not push up that speed. I mean, you don't want to be outside doing push-ups in the middle of the street. Take nice long strides. Squeeze your booty when you're walking. Fill up those lungs all the way. And exhale. And really fill up your whole torso, not just your chest area. Keep those shoulders relaxed. Hands are relaxed. Shake out your hands. You can open and close your mouth, rah, 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 like that. Well, you don't have to make that, make that noise. That's completely optional. But sometimes it helps just to do that, to get rid of the extra tension. Going back to school is another one of those deals. You know, it'd be great to go back to school. You get a degree, you can change jobs. But changing jobs and changing careers, you have to start at the bottom and you have to start a whole different playing field. That's a whole different place. And so maybe you really don't want to go there. We all like the idea of a different job, different career, prestige, but we don't necessarily want all that change that goes along with it because we are really programmed and we're just kind of conditioned to not like change because change is uncomfortable. No matter how you do it, change is uncomfortable. But change is the only thing that really helps you grow and really makes life extra special. It's like the secret sauce of life. Changes. David Bowie. I don't know all the words to that. I guess I better look it up. Keep going now. We've got just over a minute left. Just going to push it nice and strong. Because change is good. Change is also uncomfortable. And maybe you should take that magical notebook that I've been nagging you about, and I hope you have it. I actually bought a new one at Target on clearance for like $4, and it's really cute. And I also bought the little post-it kind of sticky dividers. So I'm going to separate things out. And so I can have all my notes in one place instead of like a thousand different places or different notebooks. And so write down in your notebook what your goal is and why you think that you're not doing it. Why aren't you going for it? What is holding you back? What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of the change in the process or are you afraid of succeeding? Got 30 more seconds. Yeah. I was afraid of succeeding for many years, many, many, many years. And sometimes maybe I still am. Sometimes maybe like in my mind, I've just put myself at a certain level and I won't let myself go higher for some reason. And that requires some introspection, talking to yourself about it. I talk to myself a lot. We're almost there. Three more seconds. And now slow it down. Again, not all the way, but just a little bit. Why would you be afraid of succeeding? Well, with weight loss, we brought up those issues. And there's probably more where that comes from. You know, a lot of times we're told that we can't have carbs or we can't have this or we can't have that. And then we fall for that. And then we don't want to put in the effort because, yeah, you could maybe eat this way for a week or two weeks or in my case, three days. But can you do that for a lifetime? And so maybe you think, well, why bother? Why should I bother? 
when I'm just going to have to sacrifice so much and I I don't want to do that. And so you need to find a, a weight loss method that works for you, that you can stay with, that really helps you feel better and healthier and stronger, but that doesn't make you all crabby and cranky. What's the point then? If you're going to be crabby and cranky, but you look amazing, who cares? If you're a nasty ass bitch person, nobody wants to be with you, then that's kind of pointless. So you want to find a weight loss method, diet, whatever you want to call it, where you can incorporate some of the stuff that you like. And yeah, if you want to lose weight faster, then you need to be a little bit stricter. And I talked about that in my book, 21 Days to Change Your Body, which It's not about changing your body in 21 days. It's about changing your mind and changing some of your habits, which will then long-term will lead to results. But if you want to do it faster, you will have to be stricter and you will have to give up a lot more and do a lot more. If you want to make it almost painless, just make those little changes and allow yourself a little bit here and there, whether it's a glass of wine or whether it's a piece of chocolate, because that way you're more apt to succeed because long-term you can live like that. You can live like that. You don't have to restrict everything. Okay, now we're going to pick up 30-second intervals. I want you to go really fast on these. You ready? Here we go. Pick it up. Strong. Powerful. And while you're pushing these intervals, I want you to think about one goal. I know we probably have many goals, and you probably have different goals like me, but pick one goal that's really important to you and ask yourself why you haven't done it yet. What is keeping you from actually doing it? 10 more seconds. Think about that while you push through this effort. We got a few more seconds. And then slow it down. Not a lot and not for a long time. We're going to do just a few set of intervals now. You ready? Go. Sometimes I like to throw it in there when you think you're safe, and then I just go. Push it stronger now, faster. I want you to really push it. You've only got 20 more seconds. I want you to shock your body. Surprise your body. It's always the best thing you can do. Okay, we've only got seven more seconds. You got this. Push it. Push it. And now you can slow it back down. Deep breath in. And go now. Faster. Do you like it when I throw these surprises at you or... Doesn't make you mad and you want to punch me. <laughs> Faster now. Let's go 45 seconds this time. We've got 30 seconds left. Whenever I used to have to teach off the bike classes for whatever reason, if it wasn't feeling good or something, my classes would be even harder because I wasn't sweating. I wasn't feeling the efforts as much. And so I would like stand in the front and I would be all calm and I would smile. Okay, we've got six more seconds. Push it now. Push it. Slow it down. Sometimes I'd go back among the bikes and I'd smile at them when they were working really hard or after they were recovering. And at the end of class, I'd go, wow, you know, I hardly broke a sweat because I was mean. I was really mean when I was off the bike. Get ready, go. So that's what it's like now. We walk, but I'm not actually in your face and I'm not spinning so I'm not really tired. So I can push you. Let's just go 30 seconds this time. Here we go. Push it. Strong and steady now. Sometimes you just have to have someone push you, but not in a mean way like a drill sergeant, because I would cry. Get ready to slow it down. 
Okay, now we're going to change it up just for a moment. I want you to go 15 seconds only fast and just feel how your body feels when you're putting some pressure on it, when you're putting some work on it. Remember to breathe and slow it down. Last time, 20 seconds, go. Not last time for the day, but last time for the series. What we're doing here is we're shaking up our body, we're elevating our heart rate, we're pushing it up into a different level, and then we're going to bring it back down again so your body has no idea what's going on. We've only got five more seconds now. And release it, slow it back down. So the fear of success is real. We have a fear of failure, but we also have a fear of success. I wrote a blog post about that many years ago. Actually, I think it was one of the first blog posts I wrote on my blog way back in 2007 or 2008, and it was called Fear of Success. I used to always consider myself a loser or a failure, and I started to smash through all these things I never thought I could do before, and I've done a lot of really cool things since I lost weight. It wasn't about losing the weight. It was about for me to stop using my weight as an excuse to not do things because I didn't expect anything of myself when I was a certain weight because it was a lot I couldn't do and I could just kind of settle in. I was in a whole mode of feeling sorry for myself, in a victim mode kind of. And so the weight was just a representation of that. And as I've said in previous episodes, I didn't know how to handle stress and I would eat my stress. I was in a bubble like in a catch-22 where I couldn't move forward because this was hindering me. And it really wasn't true. I finally realized that I could do this and I can do this and I can do this. And a lot of times we put these fake obstacles out for ourselves. And have you noticed when you're listening to just different shows, motivational shows or the psychologists on, on, on radio, and then someone will say something and then they'll, they'll give some advice and the person is always coming up with excuses and reasons why they can't do it. And yes, some of them are valid excuses or reasons, but most of them can be overcome. They're so desperate to come up with these excuses because it will keep them from having to make the change. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. You're where you are, where you need to be at a certain point in your life. And everybody has seasons in their lives. And you're in a certain season and you want to be in a different season, but you're just not ready to be in that season yet. If you make the steps and do the groundwork, then when your season comes around, you'll be ready to go. Maybe you're just not ready because if you really, really wanted to, you would do it and you would find a way to do it because people who really want to do something, they find a way. And you're just not in that season right now. And that's okay because I know you really want to and I think I really want to, but I don't really want to and you don't really want to because we would have already done it. And that's true for almost everything. There are always options, there are ways around things. And that's what I find so exciting in life. I actually kind of look for obstacles and I try to find a way around them because there are solutions, there are options. And yeah, they're not optimal all the time and they're not the options and choices that you want. But making those choices and those steps may get you to where you want to be in the long run. And so think about that, write that in your notebook. What is the goal that you're trying to reach? What is the reason why you you think you can't reach that goal? And then give yourself a bunch of excuses. Just tell yourself, it's okay. It's okay, Helen. Give me the excuses. They're okay and they're valid for where I am in my life right now. And then write them down and then see if you can come up with your own objections to those excuses. Okay, you ready? We're going to pick up some pace again now. 
It's almost like you have to overcome your own objections. We got 15 more seconds left. Push it hard. And after this, we're going to go just for three minutes at a moderate, somewhat uncomfortable pace. This time I warned you. Next time I won't. That's how I am. Five more seconds. And slow it down now. Think about overcoming your own objections. Now, many years ago, I was in sales and I was the worst because I can't sell anything. I'm not interested in selling things. If someone's interested in what I have, great, let's do it. And so they were trying to teach me how to overcome people's objections. And I was terrible. I only sold one membership and that was to my future husband. We were already roommates. I brought him in. I sold him a full price membership because that was about the only person I could sell. But overcome your own objections and think about it like you're a third party and you're looking at the list of objections that this person wrote. Find a way to overcome those objections because you'll see there are ways and there are options. Okay, get ready. We're going to pick up the pace now for three minutes. Uncomfortable, but not a full-on sprint. So a lot of the reasons why I push you to think about things when you're walking is there's some kind of magic connection between exercise and being creative with thoughts and ideas. If you're able to go out for a walk, that might help loosen up your thinking a little bit and really help you come up with a creative solution. So think about these things when you're walking and even when you're not walking with me, just put on some basic music or no music and just give yourself a challenge to solve. It's really cool because when you're walking in the mode and you're doing something rhythmic, that's what I liked about spinning. I could come up with thoughts and ideas. It's kind of like when you're showering and you suddenly have this great idea. So when you're walking, you can problem solve. And it's really great to problem solve about your life and issues and how to fix certain things that you want to change. Okay, we've got two more minutes. You're still holding your pace now. Just remember to shake out your hands and relax your shoulders, kind of give them a few rolls. If you're indoors, you can do pull downs with your knees. You can go side to side, bring your arms into it. As soon as you work both in what we call different planes, you work your lower body, your upper body together. When you're at home, your heart rate will come up. Now, if you have stairs, walk up the stairs. Give yourself the problems and then look at them from a third-party view. Or even better, if you have a friend that you trust, ask them what they would do in that situation or how they would overcome it. Because sometimes you just need to ask other people, like, how would you solve this? And do you really want to change? Well, sometimes it's easier to stay where you are. And again, that is okay. It's okay to stay where you are. The most important thing is if you stay where you are and you you want to stay there, that you don't complain about it. You accept that this is where you are and this is where you want to stay. It's okay. It's okay not to want a six-pack. It's okay to be 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight. If you exercise and you eat mostly healthy to a point, it's okay. If you're healthy, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. You just want to be where you want to be, but not tell yourself you want to be somewhere else. Because I can tell you now that virtually 99% of my problems were ones that I created for myself and then I couldn't overcome because I didn't really want to. And slow it down just a little bit now. I remember one time I told somebody who was complaining all the time, just problem after problem after problem. And I said, you know, stop bringing me problems. Well, I didn't say it like that. I probably said it really nice because I try to be nice. Bring me a solution. If you have an issue with this, 
then don't just complain about it. None of my solutions are good enough. You bring me a problem with a solution. And then we can talk about how to make that better. No matter what it is that you're doing, are you going to be able to get over that hurdle? Can you lose weight? Can you get back in shape? Can you take those classes? Can you change your job? Can you go back to school? Can you have kids? Can you do whatever it is that you want to do? There's always a way. I have done so much with my life since I lost weight. And again, it's not about losing the weight. Actually, what it was, I was rediscovering who I used to be. I lost a big part of myself, but I let it happen. And I lost myself and nobody else made me lose myself. Once I got myself back, I did all these pretty amazing things. And I just look back at that now and I I think about that woman who was trapped inside the other woman. I couldn't be myself for some reason. It was easier. It was so much easier not to be myself because I'm the kind of person who's always looking to do something new and thinking of new things and way of doing things and new adventures. And it's like a big whirlwind in my head because there's so much to do and there's so many possibilities. So when I wasn't doing that, it was so much easier because I would just focus on my work, focus on raising the kids, focus on complaining about my life. And every day was Groundhog Day. And was I happy? No, but I let myself be in that situation. So are you not changing because you really don't want to? Or are you not changing because you don't know what's on the other side of the change? Or are you not changing because it's just easier to stay where you are? It is easier. And again, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't let anybody tell you there's something wrong with you for wanting to stay where you are. Just be honest with yourself. That's the most important thing. Be honest with yourself. Because if you're honest with yourself, then you'll be so much happier. Because you'll realize that you don't have to reach for goals that you think you should have. Because you don't want those goals. And don't do those goals then. But just find something that makes you happy. We're going to pick up a little bit of pace one more time. I want you to be uncomfortable. Because I know you may want to stay in the comfortable spot, but today we're going to push it. We're not going to stay in that comfortable spot. I took my very first spin class and I wrote about that. That was like a horror nightmare. I was still 50 pounds overweight and my pants were slippery. And oh my God, my legs were so tired. My legs were shaking. I got off the bike and I felt like this little spark inside me, you know, just like reignite. That's why I named the nonprofit that I founded Reignite because it's about reigniting people. The nonprofit has nothing to do with this. It's helping women gain skills to re-enter the workforce that they've been gone for a while. But I felt that pilot light inside me got bigger and relit me from the inside. Hold your pace now. We're going to go for one more minute. Later, I bought a bicycle. I did cycling. I went up the disastrous trip up the, up the mountain. A friend of mine and I went to uh, Mexico. We bicycle from Rosarita to Ensenada. We made it across the finish line. It was 50 brutal miles. We're just going to keep going. I lost track. So we'll just go for another 30 seconds. I was deep in my story. Then I started writing for a magazine in Los Angeles. And then I accidentally got myself into doing photo shoots at rock concerts and interviewing rock stars. And then I started doing reviews of hotels and restaurants and so completely crazy, right? It just like this whole world opened up to me. Okay, slow your pace down now. Like a world of stuff I hadn't even thought about. 
And then I designed a line of shirts. And this is all being a single mom with no child support alimony, raising kids and trying to work with the clients I had. I was born again in a good way because I let myself out of that box I created for myself. And I designed inspirational bracelets. And then I wrote a book. And then later on, I wrote another book. Before that, I got, I got certified to teach spinning. And then I became a personal trainer. And then later on, I traveled first for six months. And I went to Thailand. And later on, I went as a digital nomad. I took the kids and we packed up and we just left after my daughter graduated high school. And we traveled around on a really tight budget. I just felt like the whole world was open with ideas. And then the last, I don't know, year and a half or so, it's kind of a little bit flat again. Like this course I was talking about, I know I can help people and I've got all the tools and I've got everything, but yet I'm not pulling the trigger on it. Why not? Why not? Why not? And I started this podcast, which was really exciting for me. And I, I have to finish a third book that I'm working on, but yet have all these healthy recipes, this healthy recipe ebook that I started and I've pretty much finished it last October. When I'm recording this, it is now March. And all I had to do was edit the book and put up a sales page. It's an awesome ebook with cooking hacks and all the other stuff. And I didn't do it October to March, really. What's keeping me back? I think it's because I don't know how to build a sales page and I don't understand that part of it. I think I've put up this wall of resistance, but I can figure it out. I design websites also, like I could figure that out, right? So you could figure it out too. If it's something you really want, there's Facebook groups you can join and you can ask questions. And some people will be snarky, but some people will give you really good answers. And there's a lot of possibility out there. Think about when we were younger, unless you're really young, you've always had Google, but we, we didn't have Google. We didn't even have computers, right? And we had to go to the library and now we have everything at our fingertips. There's really no reason that we can't move towards our goals. And even if you make a, a micro snail's pace, you're going towards your goal. Slow it down a little bit more. The one big regret I have is not finishing college. And I've told people, if you took one class a semester, just one class a semester, even if it took you 15, 20 years, you would actually have a degree instead of looking back and saying, I never finished college. And I wish I would have done that because most people can afford one class a semester, even if it's community college and then maybe online. And you have a degree already because time goes by whether you do something about it or not. Just save $20 a month. I wish I would have started earlier with some of these things with the baby steps. Like when I say one pound a week is 52 pounds in a year. And yeah, we don't want to wait a year, but 10 years go by and you're still waiting. So figure out what your goal is. Figure out why you're not doing your goal. Ask yourself, do you really even want this goal? And then find out a way to slowly make it happen. Very slowly. Just do something every week or every month. Slowly towards your goal. And speaking of slowly, we're going to slow it back down a little bit. And really feel for those 10 spots. Especially in your neck. You can kind of turn your neck side to side. Roll your shoulders. You'd be surprised, right, how much tension you carry in those shoulders. And I was really shocked to find out how tense my calves are when I've gotten a massage and they hit my calves. I almost jump right off the table. I had no idea my calves have pain and tension in them. It's super weird. Maybe not super weird because I did spinning for all those years and I was walking when I was traveling, but slow it down a little bit more now. Deep, deep breath in. And if you walked with me today, thank you for walking with me or working out inside with me. And if you're just listening, well, I appreciate that too. 
If you want to give my podcast a review, that would be awesome. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, then just shh, don't tell anyone. And if you want to jump over to my blog, realworldweightloss.com, or join my Facebook group, you can find it on the blog, I think, then that would be really cool because then you can help me help other people. See, it's kind of like a synergistic effect. You say you like my podcast, other people listen to it, and then maybe they go read my blog. And life is a happy, homogenous, no, that's not the word I was looking for, harmonious. Harmonious is far better than homogenous.